he's been an amazing mentor to me in business and helped me to, to grow in so many ways. But that all came from recognizing, seeing someone is valuable when a lot of people may overlook a person. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is David D. Simons. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 11 of How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons, the Share, your male midwife helping you to fulfill your potential. I'm so delighted and excited that you are on and listening to this episode today. This one's really special. All the episodes are special, but this one's going to hold a, uh, a soft place in my heart because uh, we're going to go over seven lessons you must understand about your gifts from the late, great Dr. Miles Monroe. Unfortunately, Dr. Miles Monroe left this world around 2014 in a fatal cr- plane crash that killed his wife, um, others that were members of the church, and those that served and helped him tremendously in his ministry and the two pilots it it, it was a tragedy tragedy and a travesty that that happened and um the great thing is though that uh dr miles monroe's legacy lives on uh not only through um his children uh chiro yes chiro and and uh carissa uh charissa that there are Many, many sons and daughters, mentees of Dr. Miles Monroe, including myself, um, <clears throat> who learned from this great man of God uh, on on purpose, potential, and so many other things. So let's jump right in. Let's go into the seven lessons that you must understand. And I'm going to be sharing quotes from him and share a little bit of insights as uh, I've received from these quotes as well myself. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into these. Number one, a quote. These are direct quotes from him. Uh, He said, when it comes to releasing your potential, only God knows your value and potential. Let me repeat that for you. When it comes to releasing your potential, only God knows your value and potential. You know, many times people try to put a value on you they try to put what you're worth. They try to tell you what you're capable of, what you can do and what you can't do. And the reality is no man understands your potential at all. I'm going to give a couple of examples. I'm going to share one. Um, I'm going to share a few. Um, and I'll even share one case with myself. Um, so there, these are two artists. I'm not going to mention their names. Um, they, some one is more well known and um, very popular today, a uh, musician, and the other is um, a, pr- a producer. I'll say because uh, I'm I'm so embarrassed. I don't even want to say who they are. Okay, so uh, one instance I just know myself. This is maybe some, this may seem small to you guys, but it's big to me. I was at a, a concert after after a concert, and there was this producer 
there. He's up and coming. And, you know, I saw him kind of alone. Just, you know, I could have talked to him, could have reached out, never said anything. And um, I just kind of like over, I saw people overlooked him. Um, and I did too, as well. Fast forward, he becomes a Grammy award winning producer, uh, doing work with really, really amazing artists and musicians. And it wasn't so much that um, I felt like I needed to um, say to something to him just to just to be casual in conversation. It was the fact that I knew I was like, oh, I knew in my head I didn't really think he was somebody. Let's be real. I'm looking at looking at myself. Right. I didn't think he was somebody I needed to say anything to this. Who is this guy? Right. And, and that's me judging from what I think I saw as his value. And, and don't judge me because y'all all do the same thing. Okay. Um, and I, uh, over, uh, overlooked, uh, and, and obviously God saw a greater value potential in him than others could see. And that's my point. So nobody knows your value or your potential better than God. The other example is another uh, it happens to be it always happens with music it feels like this other gentleman who um who's really blown up quite recently well he's blown up over the last couple of years um i went to an event um i saw him perform i thought eh, it's, it's okay you know you know and i'm at the event in the back and and you know, he's he's there and just open in public. I didn't I didn't greet him. I just walked around. I walked I walked off uh, like like he wasn't really and he wasn't like the main event for he was he was like opening up for the event. Right. So I didn't really um, pay him too much mind. Fast forward. This guy is uh, killing it in the music industry. I'm telling you, if I said it, who it was. You'd be like, oh, my God, you did that to who? You did that to him? Like, and I, it's, again, it's not something I did bad. It's just a reminder of me that I, to me that I don't know the value of what somebody can become. I don't know what somebody's capabilities are. And you or I don't. So we should never judge uh, someone's value based on our own perception. The the third one, a third example is actually some a story I'll never forget. There was this speaker, um, and again, I'm not going to use names for. Um, I can, I'm not going to use names in some of the cases. I'm going to use a name in to name who the person is. Okay, but but I won't name the first part of it. I'll, it'll make sense. So uh, I came to an event. This gentleman was speaking. Did an amazing job, and um, people loved his speech. So about business and entrepreneurship. There are people in the room. This is many, many years ago. A lot of people in the room. And everybody's rushing to go talk to the guy that spoke. Well, a principle that I've learned, too, is um, because of the past mistakes I've made, um, is to value people on every level. You just don't know the value someone can bring. So everybody's talking to the guy. I see this guy putting up forms for people to join the guy at the front's program and he's already arranging forms and doing this and doing that 
And I um, I go to the the gentleman that's passing on the forms. Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm good, and you know, just have a casual conversation, and we're just conversating. And, and I was like, I was introducing myself, and I said, What do you do? And he asked me what I did, and I said, Oh, okay, great, that's awesome. And um, come to find out, this gentleman uh, had a branding company that branded CEOs, and he was actually um, the one one of the big brands promoting the guy that was coming to speak so everybody was looking at the speaker but the person that's really building the brand of the speaker was behind the scenes and nobody talked to him and he works with some of the top CEOs top leaders in the world and that conversation led to uh, us you know um, getting to meet as mentors and me, me as mentor him me as a mentee him as a mentor and um, he's become a mentor in my life. So shout out to Raul if you're listening to this. Um, he's been an amazing mentor to me in business and helped me to, to grow in so many ways. But that all came from recognizing, seeing someone, someone, seeing someone is valuable when a lot of people may overlook a person, right? And God does not l- overlook people, and we must not either. The last one, very very briefly, I have said three, I got one more. The last one I think is really important because when it comes to your potential, when it comes to your gift, you and I can sometimes think that um, some of these people who've made it successfully to a certain level um, just got there because of their connections, their this or that, but really it's their gift. The Bible says the gift makes rooms makes room for you and brings you before great men. So. One of my favorite TV shows is Undercover Billionaire. If you haven't watched it, please do yourself a favor. Watch season one uh, with Glenn Stearns, um, a billionaire uh, gentleman who um, strips himself of all his um, wealth, um, his connections, goes to a remote part of uh, the United States where he doesn't know anyone and doesn't have a connection. And his goal is to build a, a build business that will get valued at a million dollars within 90 days using only starting out with a cell phone, uh, uh, a truck and a hundred dollars. That's it. And so one on that season, I don't want to spoil it for those that are going to watch. But the point is, all the person had was their gift to be able to um, develop and build that build, make that a success and here's the beautiful part um the people don't know that th- the person they're dealing with who they think may just be some guy just trying to start a business is actually a billionaire and they don't know the value and that's exactly how it is for us nobody knows your value or your potential more than god number two uh, God created nothing without a gift in it. I think this is so powerful. Something that Dr. Miles said, uh, God created nothing without a gift in it. Um, if you think about how the sun works and sun gives light and actually gives us nutrients for our body that we need to live. And and without, this, without having the sun, we would die as humans. So there's a gift in the sun. There's a gift in bees that pollinate our flowers and um, they they actually help us to sustain our food when you break it all the way down. So there's a gift of bees. 
spiders you know people think what's the purpose of a spider uh they eat pests and mosquitoes um and, and therefore preventing the spread of diseases and a lot of a lot of different bugs and a lot of different things that they eat um and and they also feast on bugs that eat our crops as well so there's a gift god put a gift in every single thing you know uh, like the leaves that provide oxygen every everything that god created has a gift how much more of creation nature uh has has uh gifts in it how much more you and i so that's that's important number three you can be fired from your job but you can never be fired from your gift uh you're speaking to someone or listening to someone that has been fired from a job and that's never a pleasant feeling i was fired uh, from my dream job actually as a, a global digital media marketing manager and um i was though i was um you know i'm an entrepreneur though i was building the business on the side and ready to leave corporate i also felt um a little down right because nobody wants to get feel rejected or um have this feeling you're not good enough right so the beautiful thing though uh i had to understand was that the same gift i used on the in the corporate side i could use the same gift to build the business that i developed and and i did and it was realizing and i didn't realize it going in it you always sometimes realize it afterwards in hindsight but uh the same training that i was giving to all the different uh global global social media leads in in 2021 countries had developed um a training process to train all those 20 21 country leads and um that they actually asked me uh, before i was leaving to develop a training system for how I trained all the people. So they want, you know, they're like, hey, we're gonna fire you, but we want, and they didn't tell me this, I didn't know this at the time, we want you to show us how you do what you do, right? And so training and teaching comes naturally to me. I didn't realize they were really asking me to pour in, pour out of my gift. Right. So even though they were fired, they fired me from my job, I never lost my gift. And you, you don't get your job and your gift confused. Your job is not your gift. Your gift is way beyond uh, any job, any title, description, anything. Nobody can define your gift and nobody should confine your gift as well. So number four, whatever you were born to do is not ahead of you it's in you that's so powerful i gotta read that again whatever you were born to do is not ahead of you it's in you so sometimes people say oh your future is so bright ahead there's so much more in store ahead for you well the truth is your future is really all inside of you it's inside of you and and that's where you find out what you're made of you know that a gift it's always on the inside. It's never an outside thing. Think about it like this. Uh, as Dr. Miles always said, he said that just like the fish, the swim is in the fish. 
you take the fish out of the water and put them in a new environment, uh, they're not going to flourish. They were born to swim. You take the, the, the bark is in the dog. It's synonymous. So for you and I, the gift is already in. It's built in. It's automatic. Now, you and I just need to make sure. That's what this whole podcast is about. Find that thing. Find that gift, that that swim, that bark, whatever it is that makes your heart sing that you know you're supposed to do and you know comes naturally to you. Okay. Now, with that said, we're going to go to number five. Number five is people are not attracted to you. They are attracted to your gift. Ouch. I know that's hurt. Seems hurtful. Seems, you know, wow. People aren't attracted to me. They're attracted. It's true. Think about it like this. You and I are trees and you have to be okay when a person comes to a tree, a tree knows Okay, they didn't come from my trunk. They didn't come from my branches. They came from my fruit. They didn't come for the tree itself. They came for the fruit on the tree. And we are all humans. We all do that. There are people in your lives and people that you admire that you come for the fruit of what they provide to you or to a certain atmosphere. And once you settle in your mind, you understand this. You'll get ego out of the way. People don't come for you. And when you've developed and mastered your gift and people are drawn to you, don't get it twisted. People aren't there for you. They're not there for me. Even those of you listening to this podcast, you're not here for me. I'm glad you're here, but you're not here for me. You're here for you. You're here for the the uh, fruit from this podcast to help you get better. And you're here to hear from my gift to help you get better. And that's what I understand. So... And, and that that principle that Dr. Miles taught is so key because a lot of people get offended and they and they that's why they get on drugs. These big influencers and musicians and artists and actresses and actors, sometimes they thought people were in love with them. But the truth was they were never in love with them. They were in love with the gift that they possess. And that is the truth. And we all do that to people. So you got to understand. Number six. If you never find your gift, you are a generational thief. Oof, that's painful. Your gift affects generations. It doesn't just, it's not something that you think is, um, you know, personal. It's not personal. Your gift is corporate. Your gift is something that benefits us. And therefore, by you not fulfilling your gift, you're actually hindering a lot of other people. I know it seems crazy to think about it, but it's true. One person not operating in their gift can create a domino effect of problems for others who should have been operating in their gifts or should have had access to you, but you allowed a situation or a circumstance or something to stop you from giving your gift to the world. Maybe your gift is to sing. You know it. You're supposed to be a singer. You're not doing it. There's inspirational songs or there's things that people need to hear that will help them transform their life. Maybe you're a chef. Maybe you're, um, you know, you're supposed to be cooking and cooking, providing food to people that, uh, that people will enjoy. Or you're supposed to be, uh, someone who, who speaks 
and you're not using your speaking gift because you you, you want to stay in security. You want to stay in that job that gives you a benefit and benefits and pension and all that stuff. But you know that's not your gift. You know that's not fulfilling for you. Not I'm not. Trust me, I'm not against you making things happen to uh, take care of your family and your loved ones. But at the same time, what's the cost of not not operating your gift? You're not just affecting current things. You're affecting future generations. And it's that detrimental. So number seven, every human being was born with an inherent gift. And that gift is their gift to humanity. They're supposed to serve humanity in the, in the area of their gifting. Read that again. Every human being was born with an inherent gift, and that gift is their gift to humanity. They are supposed to serve humanity in the area of their gifting. What you do is a gift to another. When you find your gift, you're actually creating a a ecosphere of gifting. What you do for another by providing their gift is going to help someone else maybe find theirs. And so we can't just think that we can just do whatever we want and 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 focus on getting an economic position, making our decisions based on the economic position and not making our decision based on our potential. And what, and so here's the, the, the thing that happens is People don't want to develop the gift because maybe the t- time to develop the gift, they may not make as much money. And so they settle for things and they go into careers they never actually desired to be in. And and it's robbing people. So one thing we have to understand is, is what does that word inherent mean? It's like it's within you. It's it's given to you, you know, like an inheritance you you, you inherit. It, and God is giving you a gift. Now, inherent means it was placed in you. Okay, God placed it in you. Now, I love Dr. Miles' def- definition uh, about gift. A gift is the inherent capacity to fulfill a function to meet a need of something else in creation. So that's what humanity is all waiting on: the the inherent capacity that you possess to fulfill a function. To meet a need of something else in creation. You are fulfilling a need by operating your gift. And other people need you to do that. Bonus one. Because that was all seven. I gave you all seven. But I got a bonus one. Because this one's this one's powerful. And I got two stories behind it. Um, inherit means. I mean I said inherit. Bonus number eight. Even the guy who hates you will come looking for your gift. Think about that. Your gift is so powerful, your enemies come and pay for it. Even the guy who hates you, it's true, true. It's so true. I mean, I can can give countless examples of this, right? Um, You know, People, you know, uh, in sports, right? They hate a certain player, but they'll go watch the game. Why? Uh, that person is so good at their gift. I still want to see, or if you hate a certain player um, in a sport, you you still admire their gift and you're paying for their gift. 
<laughs> you know, a lot of people hate uh, uh, athletes like dominant athletes like Tom Brady's and Michael Jordan's and Serena Williams and Tiger Woods and and LeBron James, all these things. Um, but the truth is, they're still <laughs> in a lot of cases the ones paying for the gift when you break it down maybe they're paying with their time watching them maybe they're paying by going to watch their team play them you know these are things that we don't realize that even people who hate you or hate everything that you're about will still have to admire your gift when you're so when you've developed it into mastery so here are two stories one story is me being i like to be transparent one story is me being guilty of uh, not guilty, but 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 I'll explain. Okay, so I went on a trip to learn a certain skill set, um, and the gentleman teaching the training was of a lifestyle that I don't really get down with. Okay, Let's put it like that. Right, and I, uh, you know, found out found that out, and here's the truth: his training is so so good. I, I overlooked that because that might help. Sometimes things can over um, it can hinder you from receiving. OK, so it, it may be it may hinder you from receiving. Maybe somebody uh, doesn't, you know. Uh, so so, for example, if 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 somebody if somebody has a problem with, let's just say, let's just say somebody's a Muslim doctor and, and they are a Christian and they don't. They don't want to have anything to do with Muslims, and the doctor is the only one that knows how to perform the surgery that can save them. Uh, that person better get rid of their hangups, or else they're gonna die. Um, and and some you know situations aren't that serious. But my point is, even the guy who hates you will come for your gifts. So, and, and I'm not saying I hated anybody in that case. I'm just giving you an example that I didn't agree with the way and manner this person did things, but I loved what they had to teach and how well they knew it that I came and sat at their feet to learn. And so I'm a witness to that. The other one is a quick story of a gentleman who I actually called out and I'll, uh, um, I called him out. I can't, I can't give a specific, some things I just can't, you don't never know who's listening. Okay. Um, um, I called out about some things that they did wrong organizationally, and uh, I was not too pleased with how they handled a certain situation. And and that gentleman um, was obviously not too pleased as well. And has I, I thought, okay, this person's you know I, I called them out to where it could have been a position where their job might have been danger, and they, and they were they were wrong. Okay, so they were in the wrong in the wrong in the situation in the matter but here's here's what happened um this person and this this literally um happened to me referred me even though i'm put technically speaking out against this person this is not immediately but this is after speaking out against this person and this person refers me to someone who hires me on to do what my one of my gifts is which is in training and teaching and it was amazing to me i was i was just blown away that somebody who i um put you know was disgusted with and 
you know, didn't like how they handled something. And that person definitely wasn't pleased with me. But they in know my gift and have seen my gift in action. They are willing to refer me. Easily could have referred somebody else. But they're willing to refer me to the opportunity because of my gift. Not David. Because they didn't really necessarily like me after all this situation went down. But they loved my gift. So somebody doesn't need to like you to love your gift. Write that down. Somebody doesn't need to like you to love your gift. Your gift is what you're supposed to serve to the world. Okay? So I thank you for listening to the episode. Again, these are the lessons that you must understand about your gift from the late, great Dr. Miles Monroe. I hope to catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed time. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it. And I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.daviddsimons.com. David, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S, dot com, and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode.